Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Hello, beautiful beings. We got a late start here due to technical issues. I apologize for that. Thanks for hanging tight. This is Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And I just want to ask for all of your contribution, because every week over the last couple of weeks, we have been having internet problems, and the show's been starting late, and... um, have to keep calling in by the phone, can't use the computer. So what is it going to take to have that change? After all these years, it's been working fine, but then these days, I guess I'm supposed to be on the phone, but I would certainly like to be able to use the Internet. So there's 204,000 of you out there listening to this show. I imagine that we can make some great change with all of you contributing to whatever it is that... Uh, is keeping us from doing what we love here. I would appreciate that so much. Okay, enough whining about that. And let's get to seven steps, or actually the steps to quit tolerating and start living radically alive. The blog for this week is seven steps to quit tolerating and start living radically alive. But today's show is all about what are you tolerating in your life that is actually creating your own personal prison. So, how does it get any better than that? We can talk about toleration. So, again, this show is called Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And everything we do here is about moving you, if you choose, giving you the tools, giving you the awareness to move beyond abuse, to radical aliveness. Now, it's a constant, constant, constant awareness, truthfully. So when you're being abused, you're tolerating something that you don't actually want, right? It's on your body. It's on your head. You separate from it. You separate from the abuse. You don't actually want to deal with it. But it's always there, somewhere in the back of your mind. And that's what we want to talk about today. So as an adult, you repeat the cycle and inflict abuse on yourself every time you tolerate something that does not work for you. How often do you put up with things that are not working for you? Whether it's a dirty car, cluttered office, someone who speaks disrespectfully to you or staying in a job or relationship you hate, you become your own jailer. Eventually, you may be tolerating so much that you're living in your personal prison. So what do you do instead? Well, that's what we're talking about today, what you do instead. So my first question to you, which is, you know, this very simply, how often do you put up with things that are not working for you? What else is possible when you let go of tolerating? Are you ready to unlock yourself from your own personal prison? So that's what we're going to be talking about today because all I know is that Every time I've tolerated something that doesn't work for me, things create a problem. 
So case in point <laughs> with this internet, I have three different internet. This is not necessarily about I have three different internet providers. I work with a satellite. I work with um, a cable under the ground and I have a hotspot. And every week, you know, and mostly every day, something occurs with regards to the internet that knocks it out. I don't know what it is. I have had more people out here almost weekly, every week, sometimes twice a day to see what the, what the issue is. And constantly I'm faced with having to tolerate you know, something that I have to do every day for my business. Now, why am I talking about the internet when we're talking about abuse? Because it's kind of the same thing. Every day, your body, your mind tolerates your judgments of yourself, the memories of the past, the things that you haven't created, the things that you desire to create, everything that you're, so to speak, holding on to from the past that is the reason why and the justification for not creating the future you actually desire is because of your abuse. And that's what this show is about today, to stop tolerating the things that aren't working for you. So now, maybe with this stuff that I'm talking about with the internet, not the greatest example, not the greatest example in a certain way, but it is something that I have to keep working at every day. <laughs> That gets better than doesn't get better. Gets better than doesn't get better. So I've tried satellite, I've tried cable, I've tried hotspot. Now I'm not going to give up. I guarantee that there'll be a time that I'll talk on this show and I'll say that we did it. There's no problem. I have found, you know, the, the, the answer or the thing that's going to work that's going to have me no longer have to tolerate dealing with 15 minutes of being late on a show that I love, I know you're all waiting to listen, or the stress of what it takes to find out whether the microphone this way or that way is working or not working, or to get, you know, set up on the live stream, which I'm still trying to get set up on right now. I am working this myself in that way of no longer tolerating that this is the way this show is going to start or go, Right. Not that it goes that way all the time. It's just been a lot with the computer stuff here in this particular place in Texas. So maybe, maybe it's actually Texas that's doing it. <laughs> I'll have to take a look at that. So when you tolerate anything, it perpetuates separation with your body, perpetuates separation with people, your money flows, your work, whatever it is that you wish to choose in your life. Okay? And my question to all of you is, how often and where are you putting up with things that are not working for you? How often and where are you tolerating things that aren't working for you? How often and where are you tolerating things that are not working for you? So, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if, especially, not if you're driving though, take out a piece of paper and write down some notes. What are you tolerating right now? In the relationship issue, in the health issue area, or in money or with yourself. What are you tolerating? And ask yourself this question. Am I ready to unlock myself from my own personal prison? But first, you have to find out what it is that you are tolerating. Seriously. From the beginning of the show's inception, it has always been, what do you need to look at? What do you need to do to change 
the prison that you're living in. Okay, so let me talk a little bit about the prison. When you're toler tolerating things that aren't working for you, you're choosing consciously or unconsciously. A dirty car, a cluttered office, office, someone who speaks disrespectfully to you, or staying in a job or relationship you hate, you become your own jailer. Eventually, you may be tolerating so much that you live in this personal prison. Why? Because with abuse, it becomes familiar. You tolerated the abuse while it occurred. You felt impotent and unable to change the situation. Now you repeat the cycle because you think that's the way that it works every time. Another reason that you put yourself in your own personal prison is you don't think you can have, be, or do better than what you are. We look for the world to give you permission to be or do something better or different rather than giving yourself permission to break the cycle and choose something else. And the third reason why, just briefly, why we tolerate things and not live radically alive and choose something different is because we don't see ourselves as the creators of our own reality. Because if we did, right, you wouldn't have chosen the abuse. So instead, you see yourself as the effect of other people and situations. This keeps us tolerating what is rather than knowing something different is possible. So again, what else is possible when you let go of tolerating and what are you tolerating that you need to let go of now? Okay? Can't hide from this stuff if you want to make a change. So, what are you tolerating that is your own personal prison? So this topic of uh, quit tolerating and start living radically alive is seemingly taking more control of the show than we mentioned. So those of you that have been waiting patiently on the lines, we're going to go to you in just a moment. And I'll get to you, and we're going to go straight through to the end of the show with um, seven steps to quit tolerating and start living radically alive. If I can get to the seven steps, otherwise they're on the blog. And... Let's go to tolerating personal prison with those of you, if you are still waiting, we have Catherine from the UK. This is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you? Hello, Lisa. Um, when you first said, what are you tolerating, three things came to mind so quickly and so strongly. They said, I am tolerating lack, being deceived, and being mistreated. Okay. Say that again, please. Um, I, when you said, what are you tolerating, the three mm -hmm. things I heard immediately and very clearly, I'm tolerating lack, being deceived, and being mistreated. Ah, so lack, deceived, and mistreated. So welcome to your personal uh, prison here. So what do you love about lack, being deceived, and being mistreated? Probably validating my mother... Um, because she never wanted me and treated me quite badly growing up, really abusive. And well, that's about your mother, but what about you? What do you love about lack, being deceived, and being mistreated? Because you know it's about your mother, so we're not going to get anywhere that way. Yeah. So we have to go, whenever there's something we're tolerating, we have to keeping go me small, to yourself. Maybe keeping me small or an excuse for not being who I really am an excuse for staying small and, you know, out of the spotlight or something, hiding in my little corner. Okay. And what do you love about keeping small and hiding in your corner? I'm, I'm hearing it safe. I don't know how, but I'm hearing it safe. 
Okay, great. And what do you love like about the safety of keeping yourself small and hiding in your corner, and hiding in a corner, Catherine, so that you can keep tolerating lack, being deceived, and being mistreated? Well, what I was hearing is it's safe, like it's safe to hide. I don't know what that means exactly, but... It's safe to hide. It's safe, like if I hide in my little corner and stay small, it's safe. Like if I'm not seen, I won't be harmed or something. If I'm invisible, and somehow I'll be safe. I hope that means something to you. <laughs> oh, well, what does it mean to you? It's a fear. There's a fear somehow. I'm just not certain what it is. Okay. So, if you kept, if you're small and you're hiding in the corner, mm-hmm. what's safe about that to you? Like maybe no one will see me. And what's safe about not being seen? They don't see me. They can't hurt me. Okay. And if you're not hurt and you're not seen, what's the best part of that? I'm not getting anything straight away. Um, what's the best part of not being seen and not being hurt? Truth. It's, it's, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing like it's an excuse to not be me. Um, right. I don't know if that's, that's what you're hearing. That's what, see, whenever we tolerate something... Yeah. We have reasons and justifications for why we do that. You're giving me all the reasons and justifications for what you already know about what you do. What this show is about, what I'm attempting to facilitate with each person that calls up and with each topic, is what is going to take you beyond the choices you've made. So I'm asking, you're talking about, you are tolerating, you're in the cage of abuse. Lack, mm-hmm. deception, mistreat, mistreat, and being mistreated. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your oh. case, your personal prison, which also means that you're creating from there, even if it's destruction. Mm-hmm. Lack, yep. deception, mistreating. So basically you have mm-hmm. this, you know, red flag that you're, you're waving all over the yeah. world saying, come on over here, lack mm-hmm. over here to yeah. the right, deception yeah. to the left, <laughs> and mistreatment straight at me. Come on, give it to me. Yep. And... Somewhere underneath that, you're saying that that keeps you small and that keeps you hiding and there's safety in that. So there's safety in your personal prison. And that's what I was talking about is that's the familiarity of the personal prison. Mm. Okay? It's familiar. So we keep doing it. We tolerated that kind of stuff once. We'll keep doing it. What's safe about that is you're not seen and you're not hurt. So, wow, now you have a whole good reason and a whole good behavior pattern to keep mimicking and keep duplicating mm-hmm. all into your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and all the way until your death mm-hmm. unless you do something like this and decide to change it. Yeah. So if your idea of safety is being deceived, mistreated, and living in lack so that you can't be seen and hurt, what does that mean about you? Something's wrong. <laughs> okay. And wasn't it true that whenever this got developed, something was wrong? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. But is that something wrong that you developed these decisions and configured this whole behavior pattern around 
Is that something wrong still going on today? Or are you keeping it alive bit. by you what know, you is, think? Mom is still abusive. Mom is still abusive. But You're talking about I've your mom? Back. I'm talking about you. Okay. Ask the question again. It's the same thing that was going on when you originally created this yep. configuration yep. of a pattern. Mm-hmm. The same thing yep. that's going on today. Mm-hmm. It is? Uh, some of it, a little bit of it. What I didn't I, ask, I Catherine, was is your mother the doing the same thing? Yeah, she still puts me down and criticizes me. Right, and, that's what know, she does. Was, yeah. But you're still receiving lack, deception, and mistreatment as safety so that you never get seen and you never get hurt. Mm-hmm. But you're actually still getting hurt by your mother every day from what you're saying. Or other and you created this because not, not something every day, was wrong. But... Not every day. So Exactly. So is it going on the way that it did in your childhood? Not not to the extent, no. No. So if it's not going on to the same extent as it did in your childhood, yet you're thinking that way, the same way you configured in your childhood, yeah. who's responsible for this choice? <laughs> hmm, let me think. Um, yeah, it's me. It is you. So again... Yeah. Everywhere you try to make tolerating your own prison your mother's fault when it's actually your choice, she's just being her over and over and over again. You actually get to choose something different, but you're not choosing that. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please, yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Now, again, going back to my original question, if, to- if you're tolerating lack, deception, and mistreatment, mm-hmm. And you realize that it's your choice to do so mm-hmm. and to keep doing so, and that you're not choosing different from when it originally developed. What are you going to do? <laughs> Just keeping the people on the way they are. Huh? And that's not a good choice. <laughs> but that's what when you're you doing. Were talking a few so minutes ago, you I may want to read the blog on this. Because the blog gives seven steps to quit tolerating and start living radically alive. The first step is to review and make a list, which you did the first three things, lack, deception, mistreatment. Then you have to embrace what has been tolerated. You are tolerating and choosing every single day to keep tolerating the same thing with your mother. She's not changing, but neither are you. Then you have to examine the assumptions, the conclusions, the limited thoughts that you keep using to justify why you're not choosing something different. Mm. And then when you... I did hear a few minutes ago, it's like fear of the unknown, because this is a pattern, it's what I've always known. So a few minutes ago as you were talking, I heard it's fear of the unknown or fear of my power or both. Well, let's just take that. If it's a fear of the unknown... Yeah. Is that true? Are you afraid? No, not it's to an be, illusion. <laughs> are you afraid not? Okay, so so one of the things that, that I'm hearing from you, you have to stop kind of lying to yourself about why you're not choosing what you're not choosing and blaming it on your mother and actually start stepping up to being the empowered, accountable you 
to make a different choice that works better for you. Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I'm not getting from you, Catherine, that mm-hmm. I'm getting that something wants to change inside of you, but I'm not getting yep. that you want to own the change inside of you. So what are you getting that I that I I know I understand what you just said. So that I don't want to own the change. So what do I want then? Exactly. Do I want things to stay as they are? Is that what you're picking up or? Well, that's what I'm asking. Do you want things to stay as they are? No, because it's just struggle. I don't want that anymore. I've done that for a long time. And when you're saying want, remember on this show, want is synonymous with lack. So I don't lack the struggle. That's true. Yes. You're living in struggle. You're living in lack. You're living in deception. You're living in mistreatment. You're doing this because you don't want anybody to see you and you think you're not getting hurt. And you're calling that safety. So everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied safety to be struggle, lack, deception, and mistreatment, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and mounts. And everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied, no one will see me and I can't get hurt if I'm in struggle and in lack and in deception and in mistreatment. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere the prison that I'm living in and tolerating is is more comfortable than forging a, a new territory of being, a new way of being. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, man. So when you're in lack, who are you choosing for? When you're in deception, receiving that, who are you committing to? When you're allowing mistreatment, who are you collaborating with? And when you're living in struggle, what are you creating? Well, more of what I don't like. Right. So you are more comfortable creating what you don't like. Hmm. That's what you're calling aliveness. Everybody out there, including yourself, Catherine, who is tolerating what they don't like and calling that aliveness, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And every person, place, situation, or event, we have blamed to tolerate what we don't like and called that the way of being. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you have incarcerated yourself with a life full of what you don't like and called that creation, and that's all that you could do because you don't think you're better and you're not the creator of your own reality, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. Now, I know that this is a difficult subject, you know, but there's, and I thank you for being willing to hang out on this, and we're kind of in the thick of it, um, because there's a lot of illusion. Hmm? That whole thing of it being familiar because it's what you've always known. Right. But just because something is what we've... Oh, that's like the... I'll tell you what. Every oh, time you say and hear yourself say and everybody else, that's yeah. what I've always known, yeah. know that you're tolerating something and you better change it right yeah. away. Because yeah. I grew up for two and a half decades being you know, raped, abused, financially prostituted, 
and mentally and emotionally and physically and psychically, psychically attacked every day. So that could be my life today if I just said, well, because of what's, you know, what's occurred, that's what is, yeah. that's what I'm familiar with, let me just keep creating that. But at yeah. some point, I looked at what I was creating, like you just did, and I saw it wasn't what I liked, and then I had to ask myself, what do I like? So, if, if you don't like lack, what do you like? If you don't like being deceived, what do you like? If you don't like being mistreated, what do you like? If you don't like struggle, what do you like? I don't know is not an okay answer. Mm. You may not know those answers right now, and I'm not saying they're right or wrong or what you're going to live to forevermore, but at least it will give you something else to shoot for other than choosing. It's familiar, that's why I do it. It's familiar, so that's comfortable, that's why I do it. I can't do better or else I would have created it, so I might as well stay inside this prison because that fear of the unknown is too big. And three, I'm not the creator of my own reality. I really, you know, have to keep doing what my mother does or what this reality does or, you know. um, I mean, I've come a long way. You have no idea how far I've come in my life. I've come a long way from all I've been through. It's the familiarity. It's like the energy of it. It's not, you know, obviously it's not what I would choose. It's not ideal, but, I mean, I've come a long way in my life with all I've been through, um, but it's that energy. It's the energy of that familiarity. It's like if you've not known anything else, and I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying. Well, hold on a second. What if you are using it as an excuse? Just play. (laughs) I felt a little kick in my solar plexus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, again, Tolerating the energy is still tolerating. Mm. It's still familiar. I get what you're saying, Catherine. I do. Yeah. yeah. But you're requesting something different. Everywhere you're tolerating the energy of familiarity, of I've come as an excuse to keep you laterally changing and not breaking through to a different reality that is one that's lighter, funner, if you will, freer, and more aligned with what you would like to choose and be and do. Can we just try and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So... It's kind of like this, and maybe if you have a piece of paper, you can write it down. Mm -hmm. So your personal prison is struggle, lack, deception, mistreatment. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not debating whether you've changed or not. not. I would be stupid and ignorant if I said that you (laughs) have no idea. You know what I mean? And of course you have. To be able to tolerate this conversation and stay on the air, you know, of course I get that. And I get how brilliant Mm -hmm. you are and I get how smart you are. And what you're doing right now is for everybody, all those 204,000 downloads of people that have listened to this show, you know, tolerating takes this type of tenacity to peel away the disillusionment. And this is why I suggest to people to maybe do some individual sessions with myself or someone else, you know, to get on my monthly group call, which is a closed group format. It's a private call where you get a little bit more individual 
you know, facilitation because some of these things, when we've been abused, are so insidious and there's so many hooks and cords and spokes and it's like octopus legs. They just, it just goes everywhere. Mm. That's the insidious nature of abuse. I get it. I have lived it mm. and I constantly choose beyond it every day. So your personal prison, Catherine, is struggle, lack, deception, mistreatment. Hmm. Radical aliveness, to live radical alive, has four components also. Choosing for you, committing to you, collaborating. So it's choose, commit, collaborate, and create. So every time, here's something pragmatic that you can play with. Every time something comes up in your personal prison, lack, deception, mistreatment, and struggle, which it'll come up every day somewhere, you already know that you don't like it. And you already know that it's safe. So write that on your piece of paper. I know it's going to come up every day. I already know that I don't like it. I already know that I'm going to feel safe. See that dichotomy right there? I don't like it and it's safe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Most of us stay with it because it's safe, even though we don't like it. That is exactly what this show is about. I'm so glad you waited for the technical issues so that I could, you know, shine the flashlight on this. Because that's exactly what this show is about creating. Mm. And so every situation that comes up, you just have to realize that you have um, a way of being that is going to be this. It's safe and I don't like it which is why I stay in lack, deception, mistreatment, and struggle. And all I want you to do is ask yourself this question. Okay. What is possible when I, if I let go of tolerating I don't like and yet it's safe? What else is possible if I stop tolerating what I don't like and it's safe. Mm. Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then when you start to feel, I don't care how many times you have to ask yourself that question and run that clearing state mm-hmm. or do whatever clearings that you do mm-hmm. until the energy changes, at least you're embracing the truth right there and you're keeping the flashlight mm-hmm. on it versus it go hidden. And then ask yourself... I suppose I could always what, do what would it take to move beyond this with ease. Sure. What else is possible when I let go of tolerating? Mm-hmm. I'm actually making it more specific. That's a great question. Okay. But with abuse, I want it a little bit specific, especially since you've been doing this over and over and over. When I first started talking to you, it was very difficult for you to see how the, the childhood decision that you made to create this, based on what was occurring, you still think somewhere that it's occurring exactly the same way. <laughs> and it took me a little bit while when we first started talking to open this up for you to see that it's not actually mm-hmm. happening the same way, but some things are similar. That's the insidious mm-hmm. nature of abuse. That's the insidious, insidious abuse of tolerating what doesn't work for you. And that's the insidious octopus tethering hooks and cords that makes us crazy and insane Ooh. as we live beyond abuse because we call that safety. Ugh. Everything that brings up, they just went, ugh, right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, <laughs> yes. boys, and beyonds. Everything that brings up. Now you're seeing it, right? Mm. You're seeing mm. it more. You're, you're, this is the energy. Let's put it to your words. 
This is the energy that is familiar to you. I'm putting words to it. This is the familiar energy that is familiar to all people that have been abused. I'm putting words to it. Now, after you ask, what else is possible when I let go of tolerating, I don't like, and yet it's safe, right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, then you ask, what can I choose here? What can I commit here to here? What can, who can I collaborate with, and what can I create? What can I choose? What can I commit? What can I collab- who can I collaborate with? What can I create? That's choosing radical aliveness. But right now, you're not going to feel radically alive just by asking those questions. You're going to take it one step back and just choose beyond abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't like this. Mom said this. Before I respond to her or as I'm responding to her, what can I choose that's better for me? What can I commit to here that's better for me? How can I collaborate with the universe to bless me in this situation? Not her, the universe, Mm -hmm. the earth. And what can I create now with this awareness? And the only thing you're attempting, if you have to have a result here, the only thing you're attempting to do is to not lock yourself in what you don't like because you feel that's safe. It's the same theme. I'm just highlighting this is the theme right now for the Mm -hmm. next 30 days that if I was working with you personally, this is what I would work on with you. And I guarantee you would see a switch. Lighter, heavier, more space, less space? Well, my mind is like thinking. I could just feel there's like so much going on in my head that it's like, it's not even words. I just felt this energy in my head. I think it's like a heaviness. I'm not certain. It was just like uh, a big weight. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just thinking about what you said or if it's an energy. So truth, the big weight of energy mm-hmm. in your head, mm-hmm. what is it? If I'm being honest, what I what I believe it is, I'm not 100%, but I believe it's sort of entities trying to prevent me from changing, trying to hold me back. Is it entities or is it limitation, constriction, and abuse? I must have tested that yours is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... This is, you know, this is, this is the target of why I do this show and why I do the classes that I do is to eliminate and eradicate all forms of abuse, limitation, and constriction so that all individuals can live radically and orgasmically alive. Now, we're not in the radical and orgasmic aliveness right now, but I guarantee by what you're, I can tell you this because I know it myself, and I know whenever somebody said this to me, I wanted to, like, flip them off. But when we're in the heaviness, there's actually a one-degree shift going on because you're actually looking at what you just hypnotically and sonambulantly and anesthetically, you know, just like numbed yourself out to never look at. Mm. So all the abuse, limitation, and constriction that you held in your head that you've always known that you never put into words but got put into words today that allowed your body to embody what you've been feeling every day in every way, can we dissipate and release that to the earth now? Can we return that to sender with consciousness attached now? Can we ask the earth for contribution now? And if there are any entities, can we send it back from whence it came, never return to this dimension reality body again? Yes, please. 
Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the abuse limitations and constrictions that have been impelled in your neurotransmitters, in your circuitry, in your brain, in your pineal gland, your hypothalamus, your visual field, the visual centers of your brain, the sensory sensors of your brain, the reasoning centers of your brain. Can we destroy and uncreate it and rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate the forever commitment throughout all of eternity to that right now? Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, beyond, and all the vibrational virtual realities energetically that you've impelled within your brain to keep you in the prison of abuse and to keep you abused, limited, and constricted. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond, and all the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, undisclosed agendas to abuse, limitation, and constriction locked and impelled in your circuitry, in your brain, in your neurotransmitters, can we dissipate and release that to the earth and destroy and uncreate that now? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. As you expand this space, 500 million miles, wherever you are, up, down, right, left, front, and back, and as you, in the room, breathe in now through the front of you, in energy through the back of you, breathe energy in through the top of you, up through your feet, in through the right of you, in through the left of you, and you expand at the same time, is your head lighter? It's definitely lighter. And the, those last two clearings, especially the not the last one, the one before, I felt a lot of emotion. My eyes rolled up a bit. I could really feel, before you even pock-potted, really a lot going on. Great. Now you're in the space to choose beyond abuse. And I'm sorry we need to go, but the show got a little off with technical issues, but I need <laughs> to close the show now, my friend. a lot of time with me. Thank yes. you so much. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank everybody else. Sorry for those that dropped off. Um, any of you interested in the Clearing Loop subscription program for VA, take a look at that. I'll offer you, if you buy that today, I'll send you... A book of your choice, the energy of healing, the ener- I mean the energy of creativity, and the energy of spirit. Let me know which one if you sign up for that today. And also, if you do purchase that subscription loop today, I'll give you a special discount just for you off of the cash-rich telecall that we're doing coming up in two weeks. I'll speak to you next week when I will be coming from Hawaii. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.